Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Anna Dennis is a U.S. Army veteran and a national advocate and activist on women veterans' issues and lead administrator, administrator of the social media service Women Who Serve. Uh, this is a phenomenal organization that's doing a lot to bring the issues of women forward so that we can address them as a nation, which we should be. Uh, today's discussion, we have uh, the 2021 two U.S. Marine Corps veteran VA women trailblazers. And I know that, uh, Diana, you work with uh, women who are phenomenal every day. And, uh, you know, so maybe you can lead us into the discussion. Uh, what should we know about um, what's going on with uh, the, the veterans you are talking about? Well, nice to be with you today. Yes. Um, <laughs> As always, um, the two women that I wanted to, to talk about today uh, are among the trailblazers selected by the Department of Veterans Affairs nationally as trailblazers to be mm-hmm. honored and recognized. And I selected uh, two of the Marine women who mm-hmm. I personally uh, know and respect and think are just amazing in the things that they do each and every day. Um, Sharon uh, Rabina West is actually out of the state I live in, of Nebraska, and she is on the State uh, Veterans Council, and she pushes a lot on women veterans issues, and she also works for the VA, and Mm -hmm. she is uh, up in Omaha and fighting every day for women veterans and to make sure they get the proper care when they come into the VA, when they're dealing with benefits, when they're dealing with cemetery services. And she also is with several of the state organizations and national organizations. And she teaches writing, and she's a published author as well. She could not be with I'm spending a bit of time here because Sharon couldn't be with us today. Her mother had emergency surgery yesterday, and she's at home with her. And uh, she just couldn't take the risk of stepping away to do the show. And so I just wanted to say she she also was um, the selected last year for the state of Nebraska for the uh, the statewide selection for women in power, and she did a TED talk that was phenomenal on sexual violence. So well, I wanted to bring that out about her because she's not going to be here. She. She won't promote herself. I generally have to drag it out of her. So oh, that's a true, true uh, wanna, military person. I did want to, yeah, she's a, she's a hero. And, yeah. and T. Marie Hannibal is a hero and yes. a personal hero of mine. Well, she has know, written a national bestseller called The Warrior Code, and she's done a lot of work and continues to do work on service after uh, life in uniform. She's retired a retired Marine, and she has done... When Colin Kaepernick, uh, Colin Kaepernick, my God, I can't speak today. Uh, when he kneeled, she jumped ahead of it, and she took a huge amount of heat. And she said, "You know, when people kneel, 
they're kneeling before God, mm-hmm. and they are they are taking a stand about racism, and she has been taking a big stand on race issues in America, and I believe that we need to honor our heroes when they stand up for things other people will not. Mm-hmm. And Tia has done a tremendous amount of work in this arena. She's also doing uh, a national event to bring out key aspects in the Warrior Code in a retreat in Hawaii this year. And I'm just super proud of her and all the work she does. She's also an entrepreneur. This woman is incredible. And when she's taking heat and people beat her down, she keeps getting back up. And as I've said to her in the past in little snippets of messaging and things on Facebook, it's like, you know, you don't need those people who treat you bad and walk away and then try to show up when things go well. You just stick with the ones who stay with you. And she is just amazing. And T is on the line, and I'm thrilled to to have her with us today. T, it's oh, nice to have you on board. Fantastic, you know. And you know, also I'll condole, you know, our prayers and best wishes to go out to Sharon, you know, for her mom. And uh, you know, uh, we believe in prayer, so I, I just want to make sure that um, she realizes that um, you know she this this uh, place is always open to her. Um, and to take care of a family, and I'm, I'm uh, you know, honored to even have her name uh, mentioned on the show from what you've been telling us about her. So if you want to go ahead with uh, T, we can go f- forward with that. <laughs> Very much so. The, this is All that last part was about T. And, yes, 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 yes. And she's amazing. T, do we have you here? Hey, how are you? I'm um, Fantastic, and I'm so thrilled that you were able to do the show today. Uh, not a problem at all. Not a problem. I'm and, happy to be here. And she's also on the national speakers list. I mean, she is just, she's phenomenal. She's absolutely phenomenal. Tell us some of your big pieces out of the Warrior Code, the things that that you impress to other people to embrace and, and support themselves with as they move forward. So my book, The Warrior Code, 11 Principles to uh, Unleash the Badass Inside of You, it, it, it talks about just that, like going strong in the face of adversity and, and just even when you, you are being told that you're not enough, you're not doing good enough, or you shouldn't be talking out on these issues, doing it anyway. I think that's the most important thing I like to harp on. And the most important thing that I speak on in the Warrior Code is just doing it anyway. Okay, you Even turn if your, your voice shakes, do it, doing it anyway. Okay, you turn your radio down a bit because it's um, giving us a little bit of feedback. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes, much better. Yes. <laughs> okay, perfect. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so go, go ahead, go for, uh, further with what you were saying, because that's really Yeah, definitely that. I think, um, and I, like she spoke earlier, um, my work, I felt, is not just because I'm a veteran. I think it's more because it's the right thing to do. Um, it just so happens to be from a veteran. Um, and, and I'm very proud of the work I've done. We've done everything to be, I was a part of Women's March. So I was a part of the uh, efforts of bringing all the veterans together during Women's March and, and like uh, having an administration then that was kind of shunning and turning its back on many of its citizens. Uh, we had veterans at the forefront saying, no, this is not what we're going to do. This is not 
what we served up to be a part of. So just just being that strong voice of of many of the voiceless right now has just been something that I've just kind of felt my calling in recent years. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I know. I know you had to sell your book, <laughs> the, the Warrior Code. Uh, but can you go into any of the uh, principles? You know, what, what what do you think people need to know about what you've written? Why is it so important for them to read it? I think for me, so the, uh, I, I'll talk about my favorite principle. I always like to do that. That's that's a tidbit that I like to put out there. Okay. Um, <laughs> find your tribe is my favorite one. Uh, when I deployed, I talk about my period of being the only female in an all-male unit deployed to Iraq and not knowing what I'm getting myself into as a single mom mm-hmm. and having to kind of have your tribe to head your back. So... Um, I talk about all the ups and downs uh, of being a home, being away from home, and having to not be segregated away from the men and actually having to be in the trenches with the men and still having those tribe members and those battles who had my back through it all. So um, that's a lot you can look forward to in the book. And also just um, how to really kick ass in life, in this thing we call life. I think we go through life as veterans, and many of us don't even like to claim the title of a U.S. veteran. So trying to break that stigma um, and being proud of the service we serve and how we serve, whether you're female or male, because a lot of females um, don't even like to recognize their service. So, of course, breaking that down is very important as well. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? Why don't they want to acknowledge their uh, belonging to the service? I think in the light of so much sexual assault and so many things that women have to say, Mm -hmm. once they turn that chapter and they move on to that new chapter, a lot of women just want to just wipe the slate clean, so to speak, and just kind of forget their service because of whatever hardships they went through. And there's, yeah, and there's, there's a, a lot of things that, mm-hmm. that Tia's done uh, mm-hmm. to um, elevate women who have, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've kind of set their service aside and they've decided to go forward um, without acknowledging that very important piece of their life. So she has created uh, a whole Queens Network, which is, just amazing. Tell him about, tell the audience about the Queen's Network. She has just done this amazing thing for black women that I just, I'm, I'm amazed by it and thrilled by it. I wish I could join it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, just, so I'm a little light for that part of the show, but, um, <laughs> it, but it's just, it's phenomenal, and I promote it all the time because it's, it's just, it's something so important, um, especially when uh, so many of my friends right now are trying to protect their children um, at a time when it's dangerous, just oh, yes. just to walk out of the house if you're a young black man. Oh, yes. yes. Absolutely. Uh, what I've created was the uh, Black Queens Matter movement, and I created it back in 2017, and, and it just started out as a safe space. Um <laughs> For us to speak on what was going on and the injustices that we saw play out. Um, And it's kind of grown now to 20,000 active members across the United States. Mm -hmm. We now have chapters in 20 cities 
where we go out and we support each other. We network. Every last Saturday of the month, we get together for what's called a Black Queen's Brunch, and we support black restaurants. So we put our monies back into our communities um, by showing up strong in 20s and 30s to these cities and these black-owned restaurants. So again, um, publicize and promote and put the monies back into our communities. So thank you for that. Um, I try to remember everything, um, and I often forget. <laughs> and and, the, and the thing that's cool about this um, is that a lot of these women are veterans, and it's yes, just, absolutely. It's so amazing my, that, uh, that she doctor. has integrated this yes. um, this civilian and uh, military and veterans women's network across the country so that black women are crossing these communities and getting to know each other that we're not engaging before. And yes. it's, it's just, it is, it is an amazing thing that she's done. That's when I say I'm so proud of T it's, it's like when she keeps doing these things, it's like, Oh my God, look what she's done now. So, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Wow. And this is why yeah. she's a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. I try to do something that I can leave a lasting mark in my community. So whether it's through Black Queens Matter or my nonprofit Operation Heroes Connect, um, something that's going to be a positive um, lasting force in the community long after I'm gone. Well, Tell them some more about the Warrior Code. Mm-hmm. So the Warrior Code. So basically the Warrior Code is based off my life growing up on the south side of Chicago. Okay. Um, and it unfolds as you get to walk through my life, but each chapter while you're being told what I went through in that area of my life, whether it was um, ending up in gangs or ending up in the system, um, it's actually forcing you to do your own self-work and yourself. Um, to kind of look within as far as what can you do different in your life? These are the things I went through at this age. What are you currently going through now that you feel like you can't get past? So it has the self-work at the end of each chapter that walks you through what to do to make you a better warrior. And again, unleash that badass inside of you. Oh, fantastic. Uh, And it's amazing because... She applied all these principles in the military, and she was enlisted, and she blasted through the ranks and, mm-hmm. and did an amazing job. And when, when we were going through the selections for trailblazers, the group that was dealing with the northeastern United States, I had the southeastern, mm-hmm. and the group that was dealing with the northeastern United States had a big group like I did down in southeastern U.S., and, um, I mean, T. Rose right to the top. There was no question. Wow. And Aww. so, I, you know, I think that um, when people know that, you know, this is something that happens every two years, and uh, we get a lot of folks that go through. Um, I was in the first group of trailblazers, and, you know, that was that was a pretty stellar group that went through, and I think that, this group that came through this year was a stellar group that went through, and we're going to see that every year. And it's amazing 
the people that have been honored. And I think that it would be really nice if people would go to VA.com to the Trailblazers for 2021 and take a look at the people that were selected to represent women across this country because it's a phenomenal group. Um, you know, De Quarenta that does the, the uh, Northeast Women Veterans out of Florida was selected. Uh, we just have a lot of really, really amazing women, and, and she is among them. They are just really great people that have resumes as long as your sleeve. Um, that have well, I am truly honored to be a part of the group. I, I truly tell you that. I'm really, it's an honor. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's such a thrill to, to see all these women and to see all the work that people are doing and the, the striking amount of collaboration and cooperation and, you know, the inner working among groups to help one another and to make a difference, um, you know, not stomping on each other but helping one another and Absolutely. sharing information across groups so that people can get assistance. So if they transition out of the service that mm-hmm. somebody says, I'm getting out in California, but I'm moving to the East Coast. Who do I talk to? Or I'm going to Chicago. Who do I talk to? Um, I'm going to Texas. Then we just start linking them with folks. Uh, I'm going yes. to Florida. Resources. I'm going to this part of this part. Yeah, and, and getting people linked with resources. And it's taken a lot of years to put things together because one thing I can tell you, Cliff, uh, Sorry, <laughs> is that we we are not uh, we don't get the money the men's groups get. They do not support women veterans in the same way. Um, and I can tell you, this just happened to me. I had to go into the VA on uh, Wednesday, and because I got hurt, and I went in for treatment, and two men in a row, the guy who was doing the COVID screening, and the guy in the ER doing the screening asked me for my husband's name and last four. And I looked at him and I said, dude, I'm standing right here. Wow. And, you know, I handed him my VA card, and this was like the thousandth time in the last 45 years. If we can't get the VA Mm -hmm. to acknowledge that women are veterans, how are we supposed to get the general public to acknowledge this? You know, T's out there every day trying to get people to recognize their service after uniform and the work that they're trying to do in communities, and we can't get funding when we can't even get the VA to acknowledge we're veterans when we walk in the doors with our ID card. Yeah, that's just ridiculous, you know. Uh, you know, you made me feel like it's going back to the 1800s when you said that. You know, the kind of feels like that. You know, it truly does. It truely does. And this happens to all of us. This is not. Yeah. This is like you know when people go, "Yeah, it was bad in the 1980s," and I said, "In the 90s and the 2000s and the 2010s, and now it's 2021, and it hasn't changed." You know, and you, said, you know, both of you said something that I thought was really important to, to note. You know, I, I, I'm doing a lot of Zoom talks, right, about COVID-19. So I'm, I'm working with the state and I'm working with, uh, you know, some different medical organizations, that kind of thing. And one of the things that I prepared a slide, and it was about, you know, the contributions of African-American and women to sciences. And 
uh, when I got to a point, I, you know, I had 10 people on the slide. And actually, one uh, person who was on there, she was actually the founder of making uh, a global model of uh, the Earth, which our GPS system is based on. That was the model they used to, to create the G GPS system. And as I was looking at that, the thing that struck me was, I, you know, people were saying, well, you know, I said, well, I put 10 people on the slide, but I had a problem. And they were saying, what's that? I said, where was I going to put the other 10,000 faces I saw? And so women have been doing things throughout, uh, throughout the history of our military and this country. And there are so many people out there that we need to recognize. And uh, so, you know, what do you think we need to be doing to make this more of a common day experience for people like you said in the VA when they're, they're uh, you know, checking people in or, you know, people who are just, um, you know, you know, working with companies that can see a woman as being a very, very strong uh, leadership role within a company. So what it would be helpful right off the top mm -hmm. if they would just quit thinking that, well, we hired one black woman, so we've got woman and black covered, so we don't have to yeah, do anymore. Yeah, 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 right. They've got to hire yeah, a bunch right. of women. They've got to hire a bunch of black women. They got to hire a bunch of Hispanic women. They got to hire a bunch of women because they are eminently qualified. Black women are holding more PhDs than any other group in the country, mm -hmm. and I mean, it's like, come on, let's pull it together. And this is everywhere. More women that get out of the military get higher education than any men that get out of the military. Mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're working their tails off. They've, and, and then when they go to the VA for employment, they're more than happy to hire them to do secretarial, but they don't want to hire them in the higher levels. Mm. So why aren't they hiring uh, our women vets who are across the, I mean, they're in the Rainbow Coalition of Colors, and they're in the Rainbow Coalition of the LGBTQ community. Why aren't they hiring them? They are masters. They are PhDs. They've got a massive amount of education, and they're not bringing them on board. So I'm just kind of wondering why. And I just think that they they just are not giving them the opportunity, and that people have to push more for that. Yeah. There, there would be better representation, better training, and there really Absolutely. needs to be. Okay, we know we're running out of time. At the end of the day, oh, okay. representation matters. As a woman vet, if I see more women vet when I go into the VA, guess what? I'm going to be more proud. I'm going to be prouder of my service. I'm going to be able to articulate what my needs are because I have someone that's dealing with or has been there or has worn the uniform. So all of these things matter yes, at yes. the grand scheme of things. Yes. Okay, well, I want to thank both of you for being on. I always wonder if we have enough, you know, things to talk about in a, in a session. <laughs> and then we, when I have people like you on, it goes way beyond. I think we need another two hours. Uh, but we, we have to have you back, have you back. Um, and I just want to thank you, uh, our partner, um, you know, Women Who Serve. Uh, this is uh, something that people need to know more about, as you were mentioning uh, Diana, you know, going to VA.com to read about these trailblazing, amazing women in the 2021 20, uh, awards and prior. I'm sure they have a, a historical log somewhere. Uh, but we, this has been going on for a long time. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much, T, for, you know, starting the Queens Network and the Heroes Connect. And, I mean, <laughs> that, that's amazing, uh, the work that you're doing out there. So we are so, so proud of you. And uh, keep Thank up you the so much. Work.
Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.